presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in on a Friday. Uh, I hope you didn't take any of our advice and run to some place to put a little extra scratch on the games last night. I didn't know. Because I think hold, I, no, we, hold I on. was wrong on I, every game. Well, I didn't know that the refs had something on the game, too. <laughs> oh, it's on the refs again. Yeah. Eric, did you not watch the game? Those referees were atrocious. Which one? Oh, bo- both. There were four oh, games last actually, night. Actually, no, two out of four are really bad. The Gonzaga game was horribly, poorly officiated. Uh, Chet Holmgren got hosed. I mean, a hose out of uh, out of the game. The the Duke Texas Tech game, um, two calls went and kind of pulled that game away. And look, I get it. Like it's Coach K's final season. You want the ratings to continue to skyrocket, so you're going to make sure he gets into the Final Four. You want him in the Final Four as the NCAA. I get it. It's a romantic story for basketball. I mean, but let's not make it so obvious. Uh, uh, so which was the most surprising loss? Arizona? Gonzaga? Arizona's not a surprising loss, man. They, <laughs> I don't know who got more screwed out of that one. Uh, Arizona being a one seed and having to face Houston? Or Houston being a five seed? I, I'm not really sure, man. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Houston's a really good basketball Houston team. Houston looked really I good. Mean, they, and, well, they've been good for a few years, and, you know, you get over the hump beating the one-seed Arizona the way they did. I, I thought that was a great win for Houston. I couldn't be more happier for them. Um, But Gonzaga losing really surprised me. Is it time for Mark Few to say, look, I've, I have done everything I think I can try to do to win at this place. And it's clear that I can't, because their regular season is not strong enough. Their their conference schedule is, does not toughen them up enough for the NCAA tournament. It it doesn't toughen them up enough. So you're telling me, and and I'm and I I I, I saw a tweet on this, um, and in the last what five years. They've been to a Sweet 16, Elite 8, National Championship, Final Four, um, Sweet 16 again, 
and we're like, oh, y'all, they're so overrated. Well, I mean, they, 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 they. I didn't they, say they're overrated. Just they, he just, he's as good as the recruiting that he's done, and trying to have some good games non-conference to improve his RPI and his net and things like this. Through the course of the season, his team just doesn't get tested enough. Well, I mean, Eric, there were five and four against ranked teams this year. There were three and three against power league, power five teams. So maybe this year they weren't that great. Maybe this year they did fall a little bit short. But I don't know. Yeah, I, West Coast Conference just isn't that tough. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, I would actually go with that. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line if you want to react to the games last night. A couple of texts that have come through. 4781. The refs threw the Zag game. I'm so glad I picked Houston to make the Final Four. Yep. My Final Four is now toast. Like, I have no teams left. Well, I don't either. I don't think I have to go look, but I don't think I do either. Uh, 5338 texting in. Not surprised that Gonzaga bowed out early. They've consistently underperformed their seed in the tournament. Is Mark Few on the hot seat? Can't no. seem to get it done and has lapses of judgment in his personal life. I'm not going to put the person. I mean, look, we all make mistakes. We're all human. We all do dumb things, tweet dumb things, whatever it is. I'm not going to pin one DUI or whatever that is on him. I mean, well, I mean, so I'm not going to let that be the end all be all of his coaching career. But maybe we just quit giving him the one seat every year. How about that? Like, like okay, you win 30 plus games during the season. We're going to put you as a three seed because every time we give you a one seed, you just suck. Right. You, because you're in the West Coast Conference, you, you, just, you don't play enough tough competition to deserve anything higher. Uh, 9315, if the Mountain West had anything in the Ritz Cracker regions, they would push really hard to try and get Gonzaga from the West Coast Conference. They have tried hard. They have. They almost had them. Uh, if I had heard correctly... Uh, they went. They went after Gonzaga, and I think there was a vote of if they want to get in or not. And I think that there was three teams that said, "No, we're good right now as we are as a basketball conference." Who were those three teams? Can I tell you off air, not on air? How dumb! But I, I guarantee you, you're not going to be surprised when I tell you the three teams. No, oh, you, you one exactly. Right away. You're already. You can get two easily up the road. Can yeah, and can you get the second one, one right now? One on the uh, far western. You're two for two, good sir. Forefront. Now, who would be the third? In Reno? That's a good guess, <laughs> sir. No. Dumb. Are you shocked? No, but stupid. Eric, number one seeds all time versus number 16 or 143 and one. That one loss, Brian Odom. Hi, how are you doing? Number one seeds versus the nine seeds, 73 and eight. Number one seeds versus the eight seeds, 71 and 18. 85% of these teams that are the overall one seed make the sweet 16. Here's where things get kind of tricky. Versus a four seed in the Sweet 16, 54 and 22. Five seeds are 47 and 9. Versus a 12 seed, they're 20 and 0. And the 13 seed, they're 4 and 0. 80% of those teams make Elite Eight. So is Gonzaga a fraud? Yes. Is Mark Few the fraud? No. No, but Mark Gen- Few's not a fraud. But Gonzaga is. I, like I, at some point you gotta say, you know what? And I love what you said. The Western Coast the West Coast Conference is the one to blame. BYU blames like everybody, right? But Gonzaga's like, you know, nobody's picking up their weight except us. Every year it's just us. 
Yeah, they go play a Power 5 schedule outside of conference. They're playing Kansas. They're playing Duke. They're playing Michigan State. I mean, they're out there getting their name. But then, I mean, they I mean, they go to the West Coast Conference. They do beat teams. Um, and, and then, then they're they, playing in high school gyms. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, that's just not compare. And then you go into and then you go into the uh, the tournament, and I mean, yeah, sure, you win the first two or three games, but when it comes down to playing the nitty gritty of the schedule, right? The Arkansas and, and by the way, teams who have to go through this power week pack in situation week every week, and give by the way, give credit to Eric Musselman. I, I, I can't stand the guy. I don't like him at all, and I have absolutely zero respect for him as a human being and as a coach. But he coached a heck of a game last night. I thought they ran that game plan to perfection. Eric, it was to be physical with their big men, both on the offensive and defensive side of the court. And they beat the crap out of that Drew Timmy kid. And they absolutely let Chet Holmer have it as well. I thought they were really good in executing a defensive game plan. I said they needed to be physical. They were, and it worked all night long. Four seven eight one. My final four had Gonzaga, UCLA, Houston, and Kansas. Oh, good, ooh, good call. Going strong. Great call. Nice. Uh, Nine three one five. I still have four teams that could make the final four in my brackets. Maybe my luck is running thin. Well, my, my final four is toast. Yeah. So congratulations to anybody who still has teams still in it. Uh, one other thing we want to get to. You were able to get up to practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah State football. Spring practices underway. This is their first week. You caught up with Cooper Lagaw. Uh, Al Lewis caught up with A.J. Vongpachan the other day. We're going to try to hear from both of those guys. And something else really cool that just happened the other day, volleyball, boys volleyball, uh, approved as a sanctioned sport in the state of Utah, and it will begin competition as a sanctioned sport in 2024, the spring of 2024. And... Last year, when boys volleyball was being discussed as a potential sanctioned sport, uh, we had Crystal Howe on with us. And she's a, a coach here of uh, one of these uh, boys teams, and uh, she was on like right after that decision uh, last year to not sanction it. But now that it is sanctioned, thought I'd reach out to her again just to get her reactions. Uh, and uh, the good news for her and, and uh, those involved. So she will be uh, touching base with her coming up in about 10 minutes as uh, she is not going to be joining us in studio because, surprise, surprise, she's out to a volleyball tournament somewhere, but she is kind enough to join us uh, via phone. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming up in a little bit. But before we do that, AJ, you had a chance to catch up with uh, Cooper Lagaw. Uh, Al caught up with AJ Vongpachan. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the other things too, uh, I, I, I've been reaching out to a few different people just to get their assessment of how we're doing. It's always good to get an outside look, uh, just make sure we're on the right track. And one of those was uh, a good friend, somebody who you may recognize, but here was his assessment of, of what we're doing so far. 1069, the fan sucks. 1069, the, f- the fan sucks. Wait, what the fetch are you doing? <laughs> wait, that's not. No, stop. That what is that? not Eric? what I was expecting from, Eric? My, from my good friend wait, Morgan. Wait, wait, Freeman. wait, 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 wait. Pull that again. Wait, I need to listen to that audio again. 1069, the fan sucks. <laughs> is, that Mar- is that Marcus Cuban Gooding Jr.? No, it's Morgan Freeman. That's not Morgan Freeman. 
That's that. Oh, no, that's the guy who played, uh, who's in the Green Mile, the prisoner. That was Morgan Freeman. That was not Morgan Freeman. Uh, a couple other guys that I reached out to. Played again. Well, here's a few other guys that I reached out to just to see how things are going here. Listen up to Jay Stone Cold Steve Austin is speaking to you. You better <laughs> listen to Eric. He's a real deal. What the hell listen is going on? This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you better listen to Eric. He's the real deal. What the <laughs> fetch is that? No, play it again. Stone play, Cold. No, play that Stone match. Cold no, Steve Austin. Crap. That's not Stone. Is that you? And Otto Schwarzenegger. That's not Stone Cold. Is that they, you? They struggled with your the pronunciation of your name. Well, yeah, they called me but they OJ. Had, but they had good advice. They Eric, told. They're telling they you to me, listen to no, me. No, they called me OJ. They're like, oh, so they're not talking to me. They're talking to OJ. Whoever OJ is. Listen to is. Stone Cold Steve Austin is speaking to you. You better listen to Eric. He's a real deal. <laughs> what is that? That was Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was not Stone Cold Steve Austin, Eric. Listen up, Jay. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. My name is... You better listen to Eric. What He's the, the fuck? Is... <laughs> what is that? Who is Jay and how did you get that? That's really Stone Cold, isn't it? That's Stone Cold Steve Austin and Arnold Shut Schwarzenegger. Shut up. How did you get them? Wait. Listen up, Jay. <laughs> That's got to be Ryan, the new tech dude. Listen up, Jay. Stone Cold. Listen up, Jay Stone Cold Steve Austin is speaking to you. They said my name wrong. And <laughs> hey, who's that guy who played uh, uh, Black uh, in Green Mile, the uh, prisoner? Green Mile cast. Is it that dude? It's uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big guy. Dude, that dude is awesome. He passed away, sadly. Wait, he's dead? Yeah, a while ago. So when did you get that audio? That's not him. Yes. It's Morgan Freeman. That is not Morgan Freeman. 9315, and OJ thought he was famous. Yeah, dude, I don't know who OJ is. 1069, the fan sucks. <laughs> Morgan. What Morgan. is that? Come on, Morgan. That's not Morgan Freeman. Who is that? That's the. 1069, uh... the fan sucks. <laughs> Morgan Freeman does not like our radio station. Well, Morgan Freeman, I can tell you right now, there's not a lot of people who like your movies. And I'm one of them. 9315, the proof is in the audio, AJ. It makes it legit. And the, f the first time you told me your name in the high school when you were a sophomore, I said it wrong too. Who the fetch is that? That's not... How did you get that audio? I reached out to him. You reached out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Morgan Freeman. How come they call me a J? Uh, they just, they, you, know, you know, people struggle with trying to pronounce your name. It's not listen hard. Jay, it's Stone Cold Ajay. Steve Austin is speaking to you. You better listen to Eric. He's a real deal. What the heck? <laughs> You're just going to gloss over the, their piece of advice there? You better listen to Eric. He's the real deal. On. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want to go home. I got Morgan Freeman telling us we suck. 1069, the fan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Uh, Morgan Freeman sucks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What the fetch? How'd you get Stone Cold, dude? I got I got connections. So I'm uh, okay, Eric. I had my secretary. 
Hey, hey, when when you sent the photo, does your profile photo go anywhere of like you doing this? Oh my gosh! Hey, wait! How did you get, dude? Okay, so wait, Eric, I've got issues. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we I, know this. I spent one hundred nineteen dollars on a video game today. You spent how much? One hundred nineteen dollars on a video game. It's WWE twenty or two K twenty two. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering if I could get Stone Cold. Maybe I can reach out to Stone Cold and be like, "Hey, Stone Cold, can you say Eric sucks?" You better listen to Eric. He's a real deal. What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? 6391. That's definitely sound from a website you type sentences in and it mimics celebrity voices. Wait, what? <laughs> There's a website that does it? 6391. Will you give me the website because Eric won't? <laughs> I want that website right now. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be busy for the next 40 minutes. Oh, uh, we need to take a step aside. 6391, what's the website? <laughs> Collect Help me. ourselves. Help me. After Morgan Freeman tells us that we're not very good. Uh, but before we do that, just want to remind you about Mountain West Motor. that's uh, the newest truck and SUV dealership in Logan. It's located at 615 North Main. They got a great selection of trucks. SUVs, and they're specifically customized for your next adventure. So whether it's hauling trailers or hauling kids, roaming around in our beautiful mountains, Mountain West Motor has a unique selection of vehicles. Visit them on their lot at 615 North Main, or check them out online, mwmotor.com. That's mwmotor.com. It's the Big Cash Valley Home and Garden Show this weekend, presented by Anderson Seed and Garden. I've got James from Circle B Irrigation with me here to tell us a little bit about what they do. Irrigation for great big properties or just small yards? Oh, yeah. We've got irrigation stuff for your home residential. We have drip irrigation for residential and ranch on there and big subsurface drip irrigation for your pastures and different things like that. We've got your irrigation essentials, which you need here. So, What if I just need a rake or a shovel or a pair of gloves? Oh, yeah. We've got a fully stocked hardware store that we uh, just come in. We've got deals going on every day right now for the next four weeks, actually. we got an open house in a couple weeks from now. Come check us out. We've got a ton of stuff that you probably don't even know we have. Nice. Circle B Irrigation, one of the many vendors here at the Cash Valley Home and Garden Show this weekend at the Eccles Ice Arena. Two bucks gets adults in. Kids get in for free. There's plenty of free parking, too, just off the Highway 91 North Logan, right next door to Green Canyon High School. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. It's time to vote in Best of Northern Utah, and Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning would appreciate your vote again this year. They were named Gold Medal Winner in 2021 because of their amazing service, and they look forward to another gold medal season. Go to Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning's website or Facebook page for a quick link to vote. Remember, you can vote once per day. Thank you for supporting Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air this is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. 
In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Don't forget to uh, vote in bestofnorthernutah.com. Vote for, man, there's so many different businesses there that uh, we you need to find out. Like, who are the best in these various different categories? One vote per day. You can vote in as many different categories as you want. Make sure you keep going back. Voting ends on March 30th at 5 p.m. Uh, exciting news that was uh, announced just the other day, Ajay. Boys volleyball will be a sanctioned sport. Uh, there's been a number of new sports being introduced to the state of Utah as sanctioned sports of the last uh, three, four years. And me- boys volleyball is, is the latest. And we had her on last year just after the UHSAA opted not to make boys volleyball sanctioned sport then but this week they did uh, announce to make it official crystal howe joins us here on the full court press she's one of the coaches of boys volleyball here in the valley and uh, crystal thanks for joining us today hi crystal hi thanks for having me we're so excited to, to be here number one and also to be able to announce boys volleyball is a sanctioned sport I was so depressed last year when I was on the show and I am a totally different person today so, uh, initially, when I was doing some research on this, uh, I'm trying to figure out just how many teams there are, and I get it, sometimes some sites are not as updated as they ought to be, uh, and I found a site that looked like they had a lot of different schools that were on there, and it looked to be about mm-hmm. 50 schools, but you were kind enough to reach out to me and say, actually, Eric, it's way more than that. How many boys, high school boys volleyball teams are currently operating in the state of Utah? Well, there's 64 schools that compete throughout the state of Utah, and in those schools, there's 122 teams. So there's a JV and a varsity in several of those, um, but 64 schools in the state of Utah, including small schools like Juab High School, North Sandpete High, lots of small schools even have high school uh, boys club teams that are playing. So kind of exciting to see it grow not just in big areas, but in small areas too. What is, uh, for you, what is the most exciting part about having boys volleyball? What can that bring to Utah high school sports? Well, what I love about it is um, every year we see different boys show up who've, ne- who've either been introduced to the sport, heard about the sport, decided they want to try the sport. This year we were surprised by like six guys from Logan High who just showed up out of nowhere. We'd never seen them before, and they're great. They're so good. Um, it's just been fun to have a new contingent that can, keeps kind of coming out of the woodworks of people who we thought we knew all the volleyball players and worked so hard to find volleyball players, but they just keep coming. Um, and that's what I love. I love that this is a sport that people are introduced to. They start to love. They learn more about it. And when they find out about us, we, we're just growing because 
word of mouth is coming out and there there's boys here playing not recognizing that this is a sport and once we get this publicized in high schools and now that's legitimized in high schools i i believe there'll be more boys showing up so, um, who, ne- who didn't even realize this was an option so so currently it sounds like the, the school or the, or the team that you're helping to coach, it, it's a, a, a blend of, of athletes or students from multiple schools coming together as one, correct? That is correct. We um, Skyview has a team and Ridgeline has a team, and the state rules indicated with club teams that you can play on any – if your high school doesn't have a team, you can play on either team that's in your, your district. And so we've got – uh, Logan High boys, we've got uh, Mountain Crest boys, we've got Green Canyon boys, Skyview the same. Um, so, but this year we just we have a bunch of Ridgeline boys who are actually uh, younger. Really, we have a really young team this year, but they're they, they're good. So, in two years, I can imagine we'll be amazing with these boys when they get into um, a senior year. We'll be quite a, a solid team, and we're now worried about Logan High's going to have a good team too. But we don't mind teaching these boys how to play and being able to compete with them next year. That will be so fun. What about the younger talent coming into high school? Do you feel like there's a younger generation that is that will get into high school that will want to be involved in volleyball to keep this going? Yeah, I actually have 7th and 8th graders that are, are practicing with us right now that are amazing. Um, in fact, they took on my varsity team, and, um, and they, well, they beat them once, which humbled the varsity team, and now they're, the varsity team is picking up some pace. But, yeah, we've got some 7th and 8th graders that are unreal um, with talent. From um, not just Ridgeline High, but also um, Skyview um, and also Mount, uh, Mountain Crest. So we've got some really solid 7th and 8th graders that are coming. If you go to Mountain Peak, when we first started four five years ago, the closest club team I could find for my son to play in was in Salt Lake at Club V. So we drove to Salt Lake. Um, now Mountain Peak has three club team boys in different age groups that are competing um, throughout the state as well. So Finding that and having that option for off-season as well, it helps to build uh, the volleyball community here for boys in the Valley. We saw this with uh, lacrosse as a one of the more recent uh, sanctioned sports uh, that was mm-hmm. kind of new, boys and girls lacrosse, coming out at the same time, where some schools didn't really have a club sport or didn't have something going just yet, so it's taken them some time to kind of build it out to get players to do younger uh, you know, clubs and things like that to, to build up the sport kind of grassroots. So right now you've said that there's a team based out of Skyview and one out of Ridgeline. So for those that don't have a, a team, it, how fast do they have to try to put one together before the spring of 2024? What's that like? Or will they be kind of gradually adding more as we go? Yeah, and I'm, that's a good question. I think, uh, for example, at Logan High, there's um, there's a huge interest in having their own team and uh, people willing to, to do the work to get that. Um, in fact, that was a question I got from the superintendent of Logan um, School District asking me, does Logan High really legitimately have an opportunity to have a team? And I, I had people, names I could give them, players who would play, names of people who would help coach and help organize the team. Mountain Crest really wanted a team last year, and they were working to to do the same thing, make it a club team like we were. Um, COVID made it hard for them. Um, So I could see Mountain Crest easily getting a team pretty easily. Um, Green Canyon, there's so much talent anywhere. But I've I've not seen as many boys from Green Canyon, but um, I know Skyview already has a really solid team there as well. Uh, Shout out to Trevor McEwen, who runs that team, and also her club, CVC has a boys club options as well. So there's 
uh, not just one club, but two clubs that have boy um, options as well. Uh, I don't know if you want to answer this quite yet, but is there any specific boys you're actually excited to see compete in the, in volleyball in high school? Say that one more time. What Sorry, boys? is there any specific boys that you're excited to watch compete in high school volleyball? Um, there's a few. There's um, an an eighth grader who uh, is coming up. I think he'll be amazing. We've got a young team right now. Um, there's a well, I, if I call one name, I have to call all the boys. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand. <laughs> But I do, I do know that we've got a young group of boys that are amazing at this age. Um, most of our team this year is sophomores, which is new to us. We had six seniors last year, and to have mostly sophomores this year, um, to see. I've got one kid, uh, every time he comes to practice, he's wearing a hat. And I'm like, you've got to take the hat off at some point. <laughs> you can't play in a hat. But there's a lot of fun boys who've come out of nowhere. I've never seen play volleyball before, and they're here this year. So, um I, I would be shocked to see that we couldn't at least pull out three to four teams in our um, wow. in our area. Easy. Who are the teams that you play against now? Like, where, is there a certain uh, geographic yeah. area where you normally would compete against? I know there's tournaments that you can go to and play a lot of teams in a short amount of time, but what what type of teams? What's that region like right now that that you're involved with currently? Yeah, we're in the Davis region. So in the Davis region, we play against mostly Davis high school teams, um, including the charter school. Um, so we'll do like Weber High, Northridge High School, Bountiful, uh, Davis. Um, I think there's a the Layton Christian is the uh, charter school we play. So we're out of the Davis League. We play out of we all meet together uh, once a week at the Northridge, and they have three gyms where games are going all night long, and that's how we've been able to do it. Um, using one high school, one night a week with three gyms and um, playing from 6 o'clock until 10 o'clock each night in those areas. We're assigned a different one to two games each night, and that's how we worked it out. Um, so, yeah, so here in Cache Valley, I think we've got a really good shot. We've got a lot of teams already started. We've got coaches that are already willing to coach that have been doing it. Um, there's, we've also got the university, which you think is how is that really helpful, but there's a club team at the university. We've used boys there to help us coach and also scrimmage us. So as we're getting ready for a state tournament, we bring Utah State's club team down, and they've, the boys from there have played us to make sure our boys are prepared for to play really high competitive volleyball at state. And that has been a huge plus that a lot of high schools don't get um, here, in, and we get here in Cache Valley. Talk about boys volleyball around. I mean, I know you're only fo- really focused here in the state of Utah, but especially around the country and especially in college, it has grown to be a massive sport. Look, the the, the school down south, BYU, has had a great men's volleyball team Perennially for years now. Yeah, and so that's kind of excite yeah. these boys to be able to know that there's a future after high school to be able to compete in boys volleyball. And what's also fascinating, too, is I've actually had boys from my team. Coaches have reached out to me interested in my boys from my team. Um, so I've had boys who've been interested in playing on, going on further, and have been looked at by coaches and looked to be recruited to go on and play further. Um, just here in, in Cache Valley, you're thinking, how is that possible? But there's there's a lot of opportunities for boys volleyball. Uh, California, I met a lot of people who said, well, our high school didn't even have a girls team. They only had a boys team. So I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> but California has a ton of uh, men's volleyball. Uh, you said BYU. Like you said, BYU. Ohio, 
back east, there's a lot of men's volleyball that's competitive and really fun to watch. So, yeah, the opportunities here, and in fact, when we were discussing with some of the boys from Utah State, um, as they would come down and scrimmage us, they're working really hard to become a Division Two team here in the state of Utah as well. No longer be a club team, but actually be a Division Two men's volleyball team. I'm working at what it takes to do that. So there's some options there, even playing locally, if we can get Utah State's team to to grow. And, and being able to feed it with solid, talented boys in our own area that we don't have to go outside the state to recruit, that's huge, having options here. Coach, uh, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but just the reaction now that it's been able to set in, this is something that you and many others have been working towards for years and to finally get the news that it's going to be a sanctioned sport, which means, uh, I mean, it really it's a, a, a financial uh, thing that's going to help a lot of these families with the costs and, and transportation and things like that. But just the, the overall reaction that you've been getting since the announcement just the other day. Yeah, um, I'm actually in Spokane, Washington right now for a volleyball tournament for my daughter, who's a sophomore in high school. Um, volleyball, boys volleyball actually helped my daughter, too. You think, how does that happen? But she's helped me coach this boys team for four, five, four years now, and uh, she's played against boys. And so she's like, if I can block a boy, I can block a girl. And so I've got this sophomore who is very, uh, very confident in her volleyball skills because she's played with these boys. Um, but, yeah, going forward... There's so much excitement. I My phone went off the hook. People were calling me. My text was going crazy, and I, I was actually at a Costa Vida getting some lunch, and I'm like, what is going on? And that's when I got the news. Um, I teared up quite a bit. I've been on the board for this is my fifth year trying to make this happen. Um, my boys are no longer playing volleyball. They've graduated from high school, and so I'm in it for the boys. But when I say my two boys aren't playing. I just am connected to every boy that's come through my program, and I, I'm so excited to leave a program for boys coming from behind who I've coached since they were little and be able to see that they are going to be not left alone. I was not going to let this drop. They needed a, this, this sport, and I was not going to let it go. So I was like, it's either sanctioned or I'm, I'm coaching for her, <laughs> but I'll, I'll keep hoping. I'll keep pushing. I'll work with Principal Snow at Ridgeline. Um, I'm just so excited for that. Other really awesome things is talking to all of my coaches throughout the state and how excited they've been and how thankful we are to those who made that vote. Last year, our vote was 9 against 5-4, and this time it was 10-4 and 4 against. And so to have kind of the tables turned, um, it was such a such a good feeling to see that. And, and not only that, but just recognize when we started this program or process in 2019, um, we've had an increase of almost 60% of teams. There's a 60% more teams for boys volleyball than there were in 2019. Wow. We've had that great of an increase in those five years that we've been working on this. this. Um, also, some really cool stuff about boys volleyball. Um, Club volleyball, USA Volleyball chose Salt Lake City to be where they're going to have their national championship next year. So if you want to see some really awesome boys volleyball, you can go to Utah in the next year and see their, their, it's in the summer, June next year. Utah at Salt Lake will have the national boys volleyball tournament and see some amazing boys playing volleyball. Um, so there's a lot of really cool stuff for boys and in this, in this, uh, sports going on right now. And I'm, I'm so, so, so happy that I can be able to watch 
for years to come. I don't I, I even see a home game will just make me cry. Like <laughs> a home game where we don't have to travel. We can actually play and have our own student body come and cheer us on will be so wonderful. Just an exciting opportunity to see. We haven't had that, and it'll be exciting to have that. Well, Coach, it's uh, it's awesome to see you know these these sports grow and, and take root and, and expand, and we're excited to, to to hear the announcement and see some of these uh, new opportunities present themselves for uh, a lot of these uh, kids trying to play a new sport and uh, see it grow and and be a sanctioned one, and we'll see it officially uh, spring of twenty twenty four. So, thanks so much for coming on with us and taking out some time out of your day as you're up at a volleyball tournament right now. But uh, exciting news, and and glad that you're able to come on with us to share uh, the in the excitement of of what's taking place with the uhsaa and boys volleyball thanks coach you're welcome thank you so much guys all right crystal Howe, the head coach for the uh, boys volleyball team at uh, based out of ridgeline but has uh, kids from several different high schools competing and there's also one at uh, skyview as well that was just announced uh, just yesterday uh, for UHSAA, announcing that as a sanctioned sport. A uh, quick timeout here in the full-court press. When we come back, some uh, updates of what's going on with USU spring football practices. AJ caught up with Cooper Legault. We'll hear from him coming up next here on the full-court press. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880-7. 753-7880. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell them it's the place with the bright green cars. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cash Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Advanced Fireplace and Stove would appreciate your vote in the Best of Northern Utah competition. The 2021 gold medal winner in the Fireplace Retrofit category is ready to serve you again in 2022. It's easy to vote for Advanced Fireplace and Stove. Just go to their website or their Facebook page for a quick link voting option. Thank you for your vote in 2022 for Advanced Fireplace and Stove. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. 
Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Hey, big thanks to Crystal Howe for joining us here on the Full Court Press. I also want to remind you about uh, Napa Auto Parts, where you're always getting the best when you buy Napa. Uh, you need a new battery, wiper blades, pull into any one of the five Preston and Providence Napa Auto stores. Not only make sure that you get the right battery or wiper blades, if you need it, they'll even uh, help you install it. And if you need more done on your car, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. That's what you get at Napa, that Napa know-how. Uh, speaking of know-how, you got a chance to catch up with Cooper Lega to get his know-how and how things are going for spring football. That was a nice little transition there, Eric. Good effort. <laughs> for Utah State. Yeah. And there's spring practices underway. So here's Cooper giving his assessment of how things are going so far up at USU. I here with Cooper Lagarde. Cooper, how's spring ball so far early? Um, I think it's been really good. It's it's a lot cleaner than last year's spring ball. The first week, I think just this is the first time since I've been here I haven't had to learn a whole new offense right before spring ball. So my mind's a lot more clear. I think a lot of the returning guys were already know what we're doing so we can focus more on the defense instead of just making sure we're running the right stuff. So. I know you didn't get a lot of reps last year, obviously, but you got reps in the biggest game of them all. Yeah. Uh, how much confidence did that give you going into this camp here now spring? I mean, honestly, I've always been pretty confident in my own abilities, but I think what the bowl game did was just, I think, gave the coaches and some of my teammates some more confidence in me just so they trust me more now. I've, I've always felt like I could get the job done, but now I feel like more collectively there's more belief in my ability so i think that's helpful allows us to work together a lot better and that we can all trust each other and be on the same page the sort of elephant in the room levi williams comes in from wyoming you had the backup spot last year to logan bonner do you feel like you've earned that backup spot or do you feel like you have to fight for it again with levi i don't worry about that stuff really i do i do what i can do and then let the coaches handle all that but i just keep doing whatever i can do and I'm not mad Levi's here. I'm glad he's here. It's always good to have depth in the quarterback room because, as you can see, last year we needed three solid guys. I think we have at least three solid guys this year too. So, however it sorts out, I think a lot of teams should be scared of what we have at quarterback regardless who's in. What's Logan's leadership been like for you guys? It's been good. He's probably – he has the most experience in the room. And with him being hurt right now is more just helps us with knowledge, just – He's a smart guy. He knows what to do. So he's just there supporting me and Levi right now, just making sure we're all on the same page. So, so you spring ball yesterday. You were throwing around. It looked like you were going to be throwing to the receivers. Can I ask, like, if, were you going to throw the receivers or um, was that canceled? That? What happened? So I was, they had me get ready to throw on pro day, but if I did throw, it would have counted as a practice. So day. that is true then. Yeah. Okay. So 
I was just there in case the guy who was throwing got tired or hurt or whatever. According to the so, receivers, they really missed you throwing the ball to them. Yeah, <laughs> I I wanted to help him out, but Coach Tuck was didn't want to burn my arm out for ball. a real practice. Okay. So. Uh, you guys had your ring ceremony. They're massive. They're beautiful. Uh, what did that mean to you to have such a big part in last season and be able to celebrate last season um, as well having that ring? I think, I mean, obviously it was awesome the first time in school history having won the Mountain West. So I think it's big time just seeing that it's possible for Utah State to accomplish that goal. And, I mean, I didn't play until after that game. But at the same time, it just gives our team confidence going into the next year and the years following knowing that it's possible and that we are the best in the conference so have you guys got your bull rings yet yeah we got them at the we got the bull ring like a couple weeks after the bull game and then i finally want to ask you just the receiving core you got a couple new captain brian cops obviously has put on a show so far yeah. early you got xavier williams also uh what have you seen on the receiver group um i think a lot of the returning guys are looking really good and i think having them know the offense coming into spring ball it's allowing the new guys to learn it even faster because they have both the coaches coaching them up and receivers within the receiver room also coaching them up so i think the offense as a whole is really progressing fast since we have both coaches and players coaching each other up he throws a better ball you were chucky in his prime huh i can't answer that (laughs) (laughs) who throws a ball better chucky keaton in prime or cooper lega i'd say cooper well, we haven't seen a lot of Cooper, but he looked great in the bowl game. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> he looked yeah, good there. That's all I needed to see. Look, that kid, uh, look, I mean, it's tough, man. I mean, you, you get your backup spot, you play well, and they bring in a quarterback from Wyoming. Um, I saw Levi yesterday. Uh, can I speak on the record? Not good. He one-hopped one uh, to a guy running a stick route six yards out to the near sideline. So just another Andrew Peasley? I I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to say that, but I just I wasn't really that impressed. Not that Andrew Peasley always one hopped, but no. I mean he's just a, he looked like he's a carbon copy of Peasley, just with his athleticism, yeah. who can throw the ball, but mostly known for his ability to extend a play and to scramble and make things happen in that way. With the lone exception that he played out of his mind against Utah State, where he's making throws that we <laughs> just weren't on. I tape. mean, I'll, I'll I'll say this comfortably: Logan has nothing to lose. He ain't losing a dang thing. And I don't think Cooper has really anything to worry about either for his backup spot. Interesting. Uh, and, and also interesting to hear him talk about Pro Day. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh, – because he threw for like 15 minutes with a, a couple of equipment managers uh, and, and whatnot. And I talked to somebody else, one of the, and they were like, yeah, he's throwing. And I'm like, okay. And then I saw Tuck walk over, grab – Cooper and kind of pulling, just talk to him. And I know what it's about. From what I was told, Tuck told him, hey, look, if you throw today, it takes away one of your spring practices. And from what I was told, like they gave him the option of, like, you don't have to throw today if you don't want to. And he was, I guess he was like, no, I'm not throwing. Interesting. Why didn't Utah State plan ahead to have yeah, somebody I'm, there I'm to throw surprised. to these wide receivers? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I don't know if you need to go f- – I mean – Who'd you have no, throw? Just not available. Who'd you Find have a quarterback from some other school whose team's not really doing much of a pro day? I think he's got a better shot to throw to some good wide receivers. Yeah, and somebody on your staff so, who used to be a quarterback. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Keaton's... Get him uh, warmed up. Keaton's a little know. older. I don't know if he has the arm anymore. You know, because... I, you know who I was thinking about, and I don't know if he's still in town or not, because I know, I think his dad still has a house here, but Luke Falk. Like, I think Luke would have been a great guy to have throw. Oh, wow, yeah. And I and I thought that was who was over there. He's done that before. Because Cooper got a haircut, so I didn't recognize Cooper, so I thought that was Luke Falk. And we're sitting there debating, and then I walk over, and I'm like, that's not, that's Cooper. And so, anyways, yeah, I, th- I think Luke would have been a good one, but I don't know if Luke was in town. I don't know if they could have called him and got him over, but, yeah. It's all said and done, though. The scouts uh, suck, by the way. <laughs> they were not the great. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, let's do this. Let's call another quick timeout here in the full court press. When we come back, let's hear from AJ. Uh, AJ Vong Pachan. Al Lewis caught up with him. Before we do that, though, a reminder that the Cash Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show is going on right now. The George S. Eccles Ice Center. Still have a few hours left to go out there and check things out. Weather is beautiful right now. and will be beautiful tomorrow. And it's got me looking outside my windows thinking about all the yard work I need to do. So, great place to go check things out and plan for your projects for those who know it best. And that's at the, uh, you can find all kinds of vendors right now at the Cache Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, also going on tomorrow at the George S. Eccles Ice Arena. Lots of parking, easy to get in and out of, and it's cheap. Kids 12 and under are free, everybody else just two bucks. And uh, it's definitely worth it for what you'll find inside. Uh, another quick timeout. When we come back, we'll hear from AJ Vongpachan. His thoughts about Utah State football practice coming up next on the Full Court Press. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing. They're sleeping in style. They're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor. And here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from My Mattress today and sleep better tonight. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped S. E. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our integrity price guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get S. E. Needham quality at internet pricing, where Utah gets engaged. S. E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Confused about what Medicare benefits you're eligible for? Need help understanding your Medicare Advantage coverage? It can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let us help. 
Call 752-9493. We have the experience and knowledge to help you feel comfortable and get the most out of Medicare. There's never a cost to work with us. Let us be your advocate. Learn more at lssins.com or call 752-9493. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. We've been teasing this for a couple of days, and now we're finally getting to it. A.J. Vongpachan, great linebacker for Utah State. Al Lewis is able to catch up with him. Defensive end, linebacker, he's kind of a hybrid. Uh, he can play both positions, and Al caught up with him to get his thoughts about spring football and how things are going right now for the Aggies. Okay, there we go. Well, two days into another um, camp, what is it like? Uh, it's been really great. You know, I think the transition from last year to this year has been really smooth, having the same scheme, just implementing new pieces in. But I think overall it's really good. We're just trying to focus on running the ball and tackling at the end of the day. So it's been really good. There was so much talk last year about how much the off season and the conditioning stuff helped you guys in the season. What was that like? Did you feel any different? Did you feel like everybody was really moving faster or more up to speed than even last year how you had to maybe kind of get into it to learn it a little yeah i think we're all moving really fast i think the offense is moving even faster than last year i think that's what we've noticed the biggest but you know the day two we've adjusted from day one and we're just trying to clean up the little things day by day Mm -hmm. what was it like uh, to have the season like you had last year i mean as a player what what can you think back and Tell us a little bit about how that was. Yeah, it was great. I mean, coming from the year before, going one and five, one one game, it was unbelievable. You know, there was a lot of, you know, luck that played into it, a lot of hard work over the off season. But I think the biggest thing for us is just to kind of flush that away and kind of start from from ground zero and uh, just kind of rebuild from there. So, did I asked the coach? Did you get much of a chance? to relish what happened before you get back into competing again this year? I mean, yeah, we did a little through through kind of a winter, but, you know, it was a really quick turnaround, and I'm kind of just excited to get back into it with the guys and uh, just start it all over again. What about the linebacker spot where you're at? Uh, you know, two real key guys, and Kevin and yeah. Justin are gone. What do you what do you feel about that spot right now? Yeah, I mean, the room's looking a lot different. It's a lot younger, you know, and I'm kind of taking a trying to take a more leadership role within the guys. And uh, you know, I think it's been really well these first two days. Um, just trying to progress as a unit, and I think it will be really well, really good. What are, what are coaches telling you in the first couple of days, or what do you get started in this? What do they want to see from you in, in practice here in the spring football? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, just myself, just cleaning up the little things from last year for myself. And I think as a unit, just run to the ball and tackle. I think what the coaches always emphasize is the details is not as much as what's important, but we want to be able to run to the ball and tackle at the end of the day. Is, do you feel like this defense can match what you guys did last year with making plays and, and then key plays? Yeah, we're going to have to fill in some key uh, key spots like you mentioned, but I think as spring ball goes through and then summer conditioning, we get better conditioning, and then as we roll into fall camp, we'll be, we'll be good. Mm-hmm. So... The, the move to come here to Utah State for you uh, when you made that decision, look at what's happened now. Now, though, you have a lot to live up to, obviously, with what happened last year. People haven't, you know, Utah State hadn't had the target on the back in, right. in football like you'll have it this year. Right. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's a lot different from last year. Kind of, we just kind of flew under the radar. No one was really expecting anything of us, but kind of a bigger target on our back, which just makes, it more, makes us work harder because we know that um, we're going to be the ones to beat. Okay. Thank you, AJ. Okay, thank you. AJ Vong Pachon with Al Lewis. Vong Pachon. Yeah, I look forward to he's his impact dude. on the field. Yeah, man, he's a good dude. He's he's gonna do a lot of great things. It was fun watching him progress as the season went on, and 
impact player for Utah State defensively. Uh, that's short show for us again. Uh, NCAA tournament action with courtesy of Westwood One. Games going on tonight. St. Peter's and Purdue will tip things off at the beginning. That's interesting. And uh, Providence and Kansas on TBS. Uh, then North Carolina and UCLA on CBS. And Iowa State, Miami for the late game. And uh, I'm not even going to try to predict who's going to win what because I was so off last I guarantee night. you, Eric. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Gonzaga has been a number one seed in four of the last five NCAA tournaments. The university doesn't have any championships to show for it, though. This year will be no different. Bulldogs were surprised by Arkansas last night. The Zags have come a long way as a program. Many people now consider them a blue blood. Gonzaga has been to seven straight Sweet 16s, and the program has had many impressive players over the last couple of seasons. Jalen Suggs was a lottery pick last season, and star center Chet Holmgren looks like a top five pick this year. Those players haven't resulted in a national title, though. This year looked like the Bulldogs' best chance, but the team faltered last night, and a lot of people are questioning if Gonzaga will ever get over the hump. And although the loss last night certainly hurts, this is still an elite program with an elite coach. And if there's one thing Gonzaga has taught us over the last couple of decades, it's never to underestimate that small school in the state of Washington. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.